Welcome to today's episode of the Group Therapy Podcast. Today we have the guiding light, Matt Taylor, professional wrestler. Uh, he has been all over the Ohio territories, the Pennsylvania territories, the Virginia territories, the West Virginia territories. Everywhere, man. West. <laughs> all over. <laughs> Matt, tell us about yourself, sir. Oh, well, I think you covered most of me. I've been a independent wrestler all over the, the Midwest for the last 20 years or so. Um, just kind of been um, working my way through, man, having the time of my life. Now, when did you get started? Uh, I started back in December of 2000. I was 13 years old. Yeah, that's Damn. when I first started training. Damn. Now, who, who did you train under? Uh, I trained at the IWA in Columbus. Um, there was a few different trainers at the time, but one of the main people to actually, you know, take the time to train me was uh, the butcher, Jeremy Madrox. And then um, they had a, a, a kid's class there. So from the time I was, you know, 13 to 18, that's just, that was life, man. That's Every Wednesday and Sunday. <laughs> damn. Now, being 13, how, how long before you had your first match? Well, uh, I would love to tell you uh, it was like five years when I turned 18, but it was not. Because uh, at the time, they had uh, these kids' uh, shows that were once a month. So they were the last Sunday of every month. So I trained for all of 20-some days before I had my actual first match on one of those shows. Yeah. So thankfully, it was just in front of, you know, friends and family. But... My first official, like, actual wrestling match, I was 13, and I was about 28 days in, man. Ooh. Yeah. Dang, that's that's incredible, though, that, that you got your parents to sign off on something, like... Oh, the day they, they didn't like it. <laughs> they didn't like it? <laughs> no. But they still signed off on it, though. So. Yeah, it was one of those things that, because uh, obviously, ever since I was old enough to walk, you know... It was always wrestling. So the moment I found my way in, they knew that you know they they couldn't really tell me no. So <laughs> <laughs> they they knew as soon as you discovered wrestling, it was over. Yeah, I was done at that point. Yeah, yeah. Now, <laughs> now see me at thirteen. I would have never thought of looking for a school, but I loved wrestling at thirteen, and uh, I completely knocked my cousin unconscious, uh, <laughs> pile driving him onto a hardwood floor. I did that to my uh, my my brother as well. So <laughs> actually, I didn't really. It kind of just fell on my lap. Um, and I'm gonna date myself a lot here because the uh, the uh, the IWA at the time had a show on the local Access Channel, mm -hmm. and uh, on there they had a preview, a a commercial for, for their class and everything. So that's actually how I found it. I didn't go out finding it. He just kind of. Fell on my lap, type thing. Dang, that's that's pretty good. And and uh, twenty years, man. That's that's a, that's a that's a good run. And uh, you were are, I like I, guess I we were talking before we started recording. Is uh, I don't get to get out to watch as much wrestling as I'd like, uh, just because of my my business and stuff. Uh, but I do get to occasionally watch you guys still uh, on YouTube and the internet and stuff like that. And um, the whole guiding light, Matt Taylor, because when I discovered you were the you were the dark star, Matt Taylor, and back in the day, 
And uh, I think you're doing some of the best work, your, your, your character work that I think you've done just from what I've seen. But you're you're killing it as as the as the guiding light. That that's a good one. It's definitely been what I've uh, what I'm most proud of because uh, I put a lot of thought into it, and it's kind of um, one of those things that I finally uh, felt comfortable with, you know. And that's that's you know wrestling. If you're if you're not comfortable, it shows through. But you know, I finally found this, and it's just like putting on the right pair of pants, you know. Yeah, it's just perfect. So. Well, to, to be honest, the, the the dark star Matt Taylor, I never quite got. I never mm-hmm. quite got the, the 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 what your character was at that moment. But you know, and you took the the guiding light, and I see you wrestling his him as that you know the guiding light on multiple promotions, and that's pretty good when you're able to take a care you know your character because I've seen from back in the day you'd go in one you know promotion. You'd have these two guys over here feuding. Then you'd go over here to this promotion to be tag team partners, and then you go over here. right. Well, when I uh, I first came up with the idea, I think back in 2018, and I said, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to go all in. So that that was a very big, uh, important like thing for me. I was like, if I'm doing this, I'm all in. So if I'm going from here to there to anywhere, I don't want. Especially now, we we live in 2023, so people aren't dumb anymore. They can log on to Facebook, YouTube, or anything, and be like, hey, wait a minute, he's this guy over here, why is he this guy over here? So it was very important to me, and I make that clear, like any place I go, like, this is who I am, this is what I do, and we gotta be all in with it, man. So you you, you just you just lay it out front, you don't have the promoters telling you, well, we need you to be this character right. this week. Yeah. Right. Yep, yeah. I, I can't, it's, it's hard enough to make people believe that you're a cult leader without, you know, slapping them in the, the uh, face with it. So <laughs> if we're doing it, we're all in, man. Oh yeah. You got, you got to be, it's, it's all or nothing. And, um, you know, it, it's, it's fun because I've, I've done some interviews with some other wrestlers. I did one with the one that I had to shit can because, uh, just because of logistical issues and problems we had, but you know, they, they're, they character, you stage your character, they did not break kayfabe the entire episode that I, but it was legitimately, they were in California and I kept losing them through the entire thing. So we just kind of gave up and that, that episode is lost to time now. Uh, <laughs> Might be for the best, you know? Yeah. It, it, I think <laughs> it is my favorite. If we're going to have that many problems with it, just let it die. Right. And I'll get back to let it, it later. Um, now I gotta, I gotta ask you what match or what wrestler got you into professional wrestling? Oh, man. Uh, the easy answer is always, uh, especially people of my age and generation, it's always Hulk Hogan. You know, Hulk Hogan, Macho Man, Ultimate Employer, and all that stuff. Um, my one memory that I always have is I would always go to my local uh, blockbuster and rent uh, a, a WrestleMania 4. And... WrestleMania 4 was always like my big one that I'd watch all the way through. So watching that all the way through and seeing Macho Man as champion at the end, that was kind of the thing that always stuck with me. I was like, man, this is what I want to do. And then uh, I got my Macho Man wrestling buddy, and that was it, man. <laughs> it was done from there. Yeah. Oh, man. I, re- I remember meeting. I have it somewhere. You guys. <laughs> yeah. 
I, I, I don't think I have any of my old school wrestling stuff from when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I think I have maybe some of the the um, programs when I used to go to Hair Arena oh, and cool. uh, go to uh, WWF house shows back in the day. <laughs> and uh, where I met uh, met Andre the Giant and Macho. Get out of here. Not at the same time. That's so cool, though. Well, mm-hmm. Macho Man was only meeting, I mean, not Macho Man, uh, Andre the Giant, when I met him, was only meeting kids. Yeah. No adults. So he was like, little kids were coming up to him and. I remember being, I, I don't know if I was, I was like 12. So I wasn't mm-hmm. like little, little, but I wasn't big yet. And I remember him like leaning out. He's like, hello, little man. And he like grabs my <laughs> head and like rubs my hair. And he's like. That's a story <laughs> for a lifetime. Yeah, that's amazing. Oh, man. I, I'm was, jealous. Yeah. It was so cool. And mm-hmm. then um, I met Macho Man down the road. I met him there like for the first time. And then I met him again when he was in WCW at, um, and, uh. I don't that's think awesome. that man was always on. Always mm-hmm. on. Oh yeah. So that's it, man. Like, like like I was saying, you know, earlier. That's that's it. You you find that thing you're you're good at, and it's all in. Yep. And he was definitely all in. <laughs> they're 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 him and Mr. T were probably the ones that I met that never broke character ever. You met Mr. T too. Yeah, uh, that's awesome. I, I met Mr. T um, in I think nineteen ninety three when he was pushing his comic that's so cool <laughs> and uh it was it was one of the craziest moments because i was sitting there because i he's like talking to all these people and you're like eight people are asking questions and he always referred to himself and is as mr t third person <laughs> yeah he's like uh, i was like hey mr t what's up with all the the the, the jewelry and he's like well mr t was poor when he's growing up and he's was on this whole thing because so now I got money. I got weird jewelry. I'm like, all right. And then I, heard I that asked him what was up with the Mohawk. And he goes, the Mohawk represents the Indians because the Indians was the first people to accept the black man in America. And I'm like, oh, well, he's got a good, but he, he always referred to him, Mr. T mm-hmm. says. And I'm like, all right. Okay. He's got it down too. Yep. <laughs> uh, he was, he's, he was super cool, but you're just like, this man is crazy. Right. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. But you got you to gotta be a little bit, man. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh it's 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 been a fun trip on, on meeting some of these people i've met and oh, uh you you i've ran into you at horror hound and stuff like that so you've got to mm-hmm. met some people over there and you've probably yeah. met some wrestlers over the years uh yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> quite a few <laughs> oh man um now have you ever got to wrestle anybody that you idolized when you were younger uh i mean obviously i've gotten the ring with people uh like Al Snow, Honky Tonk Man, Greg Valentine. Um, let's see. Who else? I've been in the ring with AJ Styles. Uh, let's, uh, I recently, last year, I got to wrestle uh, Pushbacker Luke. So that one was kind of <laughs> one of the first times I actually took a moment to, like, I don't know how do I word it? To, like, actually, like, appreciate what was happening around me because it was one of those moments like there was like 5,000 people there and I kind of stopped to look around and they were all at once doing his little march and I was like you know what this is pretty cool <laughs> type thing um that was cool uh yeah I mean I've I've wrestled so many now it's just kind of uh I don't know you kind of penalize the uh idolizing part from the work part so I, I, it's well, been a yeah. cool ride, man. Yeah. 
I was going to ask you the, the starstruck. You ever get into the ring where you're just like, oh, I'm wrestling. I'm wrestling this guy. Oh, man. Don't fuck up. Don't fuck up. <laughs> no, that's that. That part luckily has never happened. Uh, I honestly think because like the first real like name I, I, I wrestled was Vader. And uh, he knocked the shit out of me. So after that, I, I was 18, too. So he knocked the shit out of me. And after that, I was just kind of like, you know what? <laughs> this is real now. <laughs> It's a job. They're taking it seriously, so I shall too. Type yeah. thing. Yeah. You talk about the Bushwhackers. Um, the Bushwhackers yeah. did a signing here in here in Piqua years upon years ago at the mall, and they had a bar in the mall at that point. So me and my buddies went in and met, and we we're sitting in the bar drinking, and then it was I think the Bushwhackers and uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. And they come into the bar when they're done signing and everybody's buying them drinks and the bushwhackers are going over and licking people and do it. And I'm like, Oh, don't lick me. Don't lick me. And he goes, why? It's like, you lick me. I'm, I'm going to get my ass beat, but there's going to be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> and he's they're like, the guys ever though, man. <laughs> oh, they thought I was hilarious when I told him, I was like, Oh, I had to fight you. Don't lick me. <laughs> but, uh, Cool, one, cool dudes, man. Uh, yeah. Hacksaw is yeah, nice, nice can be. Yeah. Yeah. And um, now, without saying any names, you ever been really disappointed with somebody when you met them? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> uh, you, uh, you manage your expectations because uh, the business takes a toll on, 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 on people. So you kind of got to expect that sort of thing. But yeah, there's been countless times. Like, man, come on. <laughs> Just be cool type thing yeah and we uh i i've told people i i've never experienced it but i've told them some horror stories about like other people i've met through the comic book industry and and people who are promoters in other areas and stuff and they'll tell me these stories about back when like jake the snake was in bad shape and i'm just like oh my god and you just wonder and and i guess i could put this to you um if you know like when Jake the Snake was at his worst, or when like New Jack and stuff like that, would you, if you were a promoter, would you have hired them? I honestly think uh, when things like that happen, you never actually expect them to show up like that. So you're kind of hoping for the best type thing. So uh, I think a lot of promoters look at it as they're trying to uh, outweigh the good and the bad. Because, you know, you think if you bring someone in like Jake or something like that, you're expecting, you know, 1980s Jake and you're expecting all the fans that come with it and hope that, you know, the demons part don't show up. I don't think anyone ever actually plans on that part happening. Yeah, because uh, I think I think I had a, a conversation a few years back um, with uh, Gigi and uh, I told him, I was like, man, if you hired New Jack and he injured somebody, you know, stabbed somebody or something like that. Are you responsible because you're the one that brought him in? Or that's <laughs> like one of those questions. Well, I that that scenario happened with Paul with, with Paul Heyman, so it, it was still on, on New Jack. <laughs> yeah. Um, he went to jail for it, so <laughs> it answers your question. There we are, yeah. yeah. Oh my god. So you've you've wrestled just a ton in this area you know like i said we're i'm i'm trying to remember every place that i've seen you post lately and you've you're 
pretty much like everywhere, like every weekend, it seems you are out there. I try to keep busy. Yeah. yeah. Now, um, cause a few weeks ago, ah, damn, I'm trying to remember. Um, I think you were in like West Virginia on like a Saturday and then like Michigan on a Sunday or something like that. Yeah. It's, uh, yes, it was, uh, I, I think that weekend I did Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So it was just kind of one after another and just kind of rode the loop around and back home. I did a whole little diamond type thing. <laughs> you guys, you guys with the being on the road, that's, holy shit, that's got to be rough, man. Just, it, man, know, it is. It's, uh, it's fun though. I mean, if it wasn't fun, we then you would wouldn't do it. it. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's just, I guess it's that thing that you're passionate about and you love, so you're going to do it. Oh, yeah. You know yeah, I mean? I, yeah. I'm, I'm a comic book guy. I've been, I did conventions for years. Every weekend, man, Friday, Saturday, mm-hmm. Sunday, you're on the road. Come home, got to get up the next morning, go to your regular job, weekend hits, back on yeah. air every weekend. So. Don't get me wrong. There, There's always that moment, like right before it starts, you're like, man do I really want to do this? <laughs> and then you make the drive and then you get in the ring, you get in the locker room. Like, all right, cool. I'm there. But there's always that moment of, all right, I, I, well, let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, Bill, you know, I know, I know you're a horror fan and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Uh, now when you, you go, you're like, okay, I got to look and see, okay. Horror Hound is this weekend. No bookings that weekend. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, honestly, man, when you saw me there, that was just a fuck of the draw type thing. I've missed because uh, uh, me and my brother are both big, big fans of that stuff. And uh, so he, he goes to them all the time. And uh, so it's just kind of like I, I rarely get to go. And then that one time I did. So. Hopefully, as I start slowing down, I get to go to more and more because I do enjoy that stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know how it is because it's hard for me to get to go sometimes. Literally, the last time I went, I had no plans on going. Mm -hmm. One of my buddies goes, you want to go to Horror Hound this this weekend? I'm like, dude, I don't have the time. I don't have a ticket yet. He goes, oh, I got you a ticket. And I'm like, okay, well, I can't say no. And then I was like, man, I was looking at my schedule and I was like, I don't, I can't really go. And I was like, well... There was the one when Matthew Lillard was there. So I, I have a great story about that. So, yeah. <laughs> so I, I told, my wife wanted to meet him. And mm-hmm. um, I was like, hey, I was like, do you want to go? I was like, you just have to ride down with, my, you know, uh, Mick and his, and his, you know, and she's like, oh, you know, uh, she goes, why don't you go? And I'm like, well, I don't, I don't. So I end up going, end up meeting Matthew Lillard, got the picture taken with him and the whole nine yards. Didn't pay for any of it, which was Awesome. awesome. So, <laughs> I'm cheap as shit. No, yeah, I got you. Uh, that's actually what what got me there because I'm a huge uh, uh, a scream fan. And my brother asked, he's like, "Do you want to go meet Nev Campbell?" And I was like, "Well, yeah, I want to go meet meet her." Of course, I do. So we're waiting in line to meet her, and as I'm waiting in line, somebody puts their arm around me, and I look up, Matthew Lillard. Like, what's up, man? Say, hey, how's it going? <laughs> like, <you're> going great. <laughs> and he just walks away. I'm like, all right, that was cool. <laughs> uh, it, it, was, it was something kind of like that happened to the last one because we went this year mm-hmm. and too. And this was, uh, um, uh, they had a bunch of the people from uh, Cobra Kai there. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm sitting there and I'm we're in the you know where the you eat there in that little food court area there. And uh, I'm sitting there and we're all leaving and this kid starts talking to me and I'm just chit-chatting with this dude whatever. And I'm like, "All right, man." He's like, "You know, have a good day. Have a good day." We you know walk off, you know, and these people come because, "Oh, you know who that was?" I'm like, "No." And they're like, "Man, that's a uh, solo. That's a uh, Blue Beetle and and the kid from uh, Karate, from um, Cobra Kai. I'm like, oh, dude, cool, because he had that's a beard. Awesome. And I oh, didn't yeah. recognize him. That's that's so cool, actually. And then um, then like later on, yeah. riding the the elevator, and uh, there's a talking to this girl on there, and just chit chatting, get off there, and and uh, I'm sitting there going, man, that girl looks so familiar. And then I walk into the room where everybody's signing, and I was like, oh. It's the bad girl from Cobra Kai. <laughs> <laughs> it's Tori. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. Yeah, because she, she cut cool, her hair man. really short. So it's like, yeah. maybe like here. But um, I got Georgia. But, Incognito. Yeah. <laughs> but, but as we're talking horror conventions, I'm going to talk wrestling here. Uh, yeah. I'm down for either, man, honestly. <laughs> I am. Uh, so I, I got to ask you then, horror wise, uh, what, what's, your, what's your go to horror movie? Uh,. It's either always a nightmare in Elm Street or Scream. If I'm just sitting down to to watch that, it's that. Uh, and then, um, yeah, it's yeah, that's that's always it. It's because I'm a Wes Craven guy, so um, I'll if I'm just sitting down, that's it's it's those you know for sure. I've uh, the Scream franchise is by far my favorite, so. I'll sit down and watch those all the time. Oh, no, see, I love Scream 1. 2's okay. 3 disappointed me so bad. It took me forever yeah. to go back to the series. I've watched 4. And I don't think I've watched anything past that. Maybe. It's, it's okay. It's okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> the, uh, I said the last one is a made-for-TV Scream movie. So <laughs> that's my best way to describe it. Um, yeah, I don't know. It just it's not. It doesn't feel the same anymore. But obviously, it's not without Wes. So there's no yeah. Wes, no Nev yeah. Campbell. It's yeah, weird. It's and, definitely different. Yeah. Now, when when did you get into horror, or who got you into when horror? I was young? When I was young, uh, uh, pretty much as far as I can remember, because. My brother liked it. He's older. Um, so anytime he would watch it, I would watch it. So I've been watching it since I was like five. So desensitized, man. That's just kind of wrestling and horror. That's you know, what I grew up with. <laughs> I've noticed how much horror and wrestling goes hand in hand. It's all, yeah, man. It's and, the same culture almost. <laughs> yeah. It's people, like I, yeah. I, got, I run into these people and they're big horror fans and they're like, oh, yeah, I love wrestling. I'm like, I kind of figured you would just because you're in the yeah, it, it, I think it, I think it all goes like like hand in hand because when they were both like really big was the 80s. So mm -hmm. just kind of all pop culture thing, man. Oh, yeah. hundred yeah. percent. So um, now go, go, go back to wrestling here. Um, who, who are you digging right now in wrestling? Oh, goodness gracious. I'm going to give the old guy answer. I don't watch it as much as I used to. Um, I don't either. <laughs> but uh, 
I, I do obviously try to watch and, and, and keep up and everything, but uh, I like Cody. Like, he's he's great right now. Um, if everything he does, it's just kind of, it's, it's perfect on the mic, in the ring. It's just he doesn't really, like, take a night off. So yeah, that's probably, like, my... Yeah, if you'd have told me 10 uh, years ago Cody would be one of the number one people in wrestling, I'd have been like, nah. <laughs> yeah i i enjoy that um yeah man like you you can't go wrong there and then uh obviously what roman's done the last four years has been amazing to watch too so who would ever guess that was going to happen <laughs> you know i mean it was always there just kind of unlock yeah. it man <laughs> yeah because you know, we're talking about the, the getting the character. You yeah. you just wonder because he had that character, kind not that character, but you know the the Roman Reigns early character, the suffering succotash guy that that yeah. that that Vince McMahon was trying to make sure everybody wanted and nobody yeah. wanted. Um, the, to be able to be go from that to being the tribal chief, mm -hmm. you wonder how much of that was him because who. Who would have thought that the good-looking guys would, would would make a a good dick, you know? So <laughs> just smile and tell me how much better than you, than than you are, you know? That that's it. <laughs> and and I, I this is I don't know if this is your case, but I've talked to other wrestlers, and they say that their their character is them turned up to eleven. I mean, I sure hope not with me because I don't think I'm a cult leader, but. <laughs> Uh, no, that's that's you know always the case that type thing. If you, and it, it comes back to what I said earlier. It's about being you know being comfortable, and people are most comfortable being themselves. So if you can do that and be a character, that's perfect. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's um you know it, it is an amazing trip that I've seen you go on. Uh, I'm trying to remember when I when I started seeing you guys. Um, God, I, I we I go back to go back to Rockstar, and um, watching you guys. Geez, 2015, 2016, maybe. Yeah, it was around that time, yeah. Yeah, I mean and uh, you you were putting on good matches, and like I said, I just didn't know the character yet. I don't and, think I knew how to articulate it yet. <laughs> uh, the character was always meant to be just that lone wolf gunslinger type thing that he'll go down fighting. That was all that that character is. And uh, I think I betrayed I, I betrayed it better other places than there, but uh, I definitely feel more comfortable as the the, the guiding light now. Yeah, because I. I don't know if it's really what I. I always felt like that your character in that era was a um, kind of like a gun for hire guy, the yeah. guy that when you needed somebody to come in and beat the shit out of somebody, it was this guy who come in and come in and and would would fight somebody. Um, there was that moment of time where any new guy came in, they were put with me, so I can see that. <laughs> yeah, well, you could put on a good match. Like I said, even when when I didn't know what your character was supposed to be, you were putting on good matches. You could tell that you could bring in somebody new 
and that they would put them with you or Aaron or, you know, somebody who, who has some, you know, miles on you, I guess, not, mm -hmm. not in a bad way, but that right. you had some experience and you guys could make these guys look good, put them over. So even if they lost, it still looked like they weren't just getting destroyed in the ring. That's and, the <laughs> Yeah. And, you know, it, it's got to be weird to be, you know, the, I guess, elder statesman now and being, look at, being able to look back at how you've grown. And, you know. Um, I was, uh, who was I with? I was with Aaron and somebody else not too long ago. And I was just kind of sitting in the corner and I said, hey, man, we're the old guys now. That's weird. <laughs> just looking around. The locker room going, oh yeah, yeah, we're definitely, yeah. So, so yeah, it's weird. <laughs> it's we're the veterans. Weird, when the hell did that happen? Yeah, blink yeah. <laughs> of an eye, man. That's life. <laughs> oh, believe me, I, I I now go to concerts and I'm that guy. That looks around, I'm like, okay, I'm not the <laughs> oldest guy here. Don't get about <laughs> Look around, find a spot to sit. All right, we're good. <laughs> I'm set at shows, man. I hate setting at a show. I've gotten in this uh, good groove where I will find a spot to sit up until the moment where I want to actually watch the band. I'm there to watch. And then boom, I'm up. So. <laughs> Me. Front, if I can get up front as fast as I can, I sit there and I stay there until the end of the show. Dude, I, I would die. <laughs> I don't even. I don't five hours of standing. I would die. No, man. I do. Uh, I just did a concert last Tuesday. All the way up, uh, drove all the way over to Columbus, went to the wrong club first because I was an idiot and stood through the entire show. I went to a show a few weeks before that, stood the entire time and uh, going to tell you this much in, in less than a year, I'll be 50. So <laughs> I think I'm putting on a pretty keep it going. <laughs> yeah. Right on, man. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> oh, man. I, as I tell people, I was like, when I'm, when I get tired of going to concerts, then it's time to just call it quits so, <laughs> now um are you one of the guys that's got to listen to music get pumped before you go in the ring no uh i am a i'm the most chill guy ever until like five minutes before i go out and then i kind of pace back and forth and then i'm gone um People give me crap about that all the time because up until like right before I'm about to go out, I'm doing what we're doing right now. I'm just sitting here, just talking, shooting the shit. And I'm like, oh, okay, it's time to go. All right, let's go. No, no, yeah. no pre-match rituals or nothing like that. No, and I'll, I will, uh, I'll stretch and then I'll talk and then once it's time to go, I'll kind of pace back and forth. I'll get my legs warmed up and then it's time to go. Yeah. Now, now, I got. I got to ask: Are you one of the uh, uh, superstitious guys that's got to keep something like one thing's got to stay the same? No. Matter no uh, <laughs> I will always say a small prayer right before I go out. That's always the same thing. I just I've done that ever since I was a kid. So I that that's probably about the closest thing to it. But beyond that, man, no, I'm not really. We let the fates decide out there. <laughs> I've talked to people and they're like, I have had the same knee pad since like 1983. And he goes, I just had that. I have not changed my knee pads once, but it's not out of superstition. It's just, yeah, it's just, it works still. <laughs> yeah, still going. I don't care. Yeah. Now, mm -hmm. 
do you ever find it hard traveling around, being on the road, your normal life and stuff, and getting like workouts in and stuff like that? Uh, not anymore because of playing a fitness because it's you know everywhere, everywhere type thing. Yeah. yeah, so that so, so that helps out. It's always uh my big thing has always been food, man. Eating right on the roads impossible. So <laughs> yeah, that's always maybe. been the and plus I like to eat, so obviously my weight has been done this over the years, but hey, you know what? I'm happy. <laughs> shoot, yeah. yeah. It's like um shoot, I think the la one of the last times I saw you well, maybe not the last time. Um I got I got like really healthy relatively recently. Um, when I was used to go down to Rockstar, I was closing in on like 250 pounds. Now I'm down to like 167. Nice, man. So That's awesome. I'll, I'll work out, all eating right. You're right. You hit that road, man. You cannot find. I. It's I just so much easier to grab the gas station snack. <laughs> Although, Speedway, now that they have that little cafe in there, yeah. chicken wrap. I get a chicken wrap. Perfect. Sheets as well. Yeah. So, and if you're ever traveling up and down 71. The Coasis, place to go, man. <laughs> so, you, you know, I travel and we go to wrestling up Michigan. We go to wrestling here or there. And uh, we 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 have places that we'll stop and eat or places we'll go. Do you have like a favorite place on the road that you'll hit? I, like, it, hmm? I just told you. No, oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's it's the Coasis, man. <laughs> it's, 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 it's up by Akron. Uh, it's a gas station that has a, it has a, a Pizza Hut and a Popeye's. Damn. inside of it and a full cafe it's perfect <laughs> shoot great yeah hell yeah, yeah. And, it's, and popeye's chicken too shit that's good mm -hmm. we uh although I'm, uh my wife and i went to new orleans a few years back and there's a popeye's chicken right next to the hotel we were at and i was like i know it's not but my brain tells me that the popeye's chicken in new orleans is gonna be better than popeye's chicken everywhere else. <laughs> i bet it was too it tasted like Popeye's chicken. <laughs> like, lying, you're lying to me, man. <laughs> New Orleans, it was Louisiana's uh, favorite yeah, chicken. You're like, chicken oh. Popeyes. <laughs> it was still delicious. Popeye's chicken. Yeah. What's to go wrong with that? You can't go wrong. Yeah. Um, do you have a favorite place to wrestle currently? Oh, uh, war will always obviously have a special place in my heart because the crowds there are. Uh, Amazing, but there's a new company up in Canton called called Heyo Pro Wrestling, and uh, the guys running it are great. The crowds are great. It's just been a really cool environment. Locker room's awesome. So yeah, that's kind of like my favorite spot right now. Nice. nice. Well, yeah. I, I talked with uh, the um, and I'm drawing a blank. Uh, the guy who runs War. Why can't I think of his name? Um, huh. Yeah, big time, big time. Yeah, I, I did an interview with him a while back, and and man, he was just praising you and Aaron, and up one yeah. side down the other. Man, you guys were, he was just talking about how good you guys are doing and and everything. So, oh my goodness, that's news to me. I thought he hated me. <laughs> no, I love you. Tom. Just like somebody doesn't mean that you can't think they're still good. <laughs> no, I love Tom. He loves yeah. me. He'll never admit it, but he does. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, you, you've, you you know, I've watched you grow and, and watching this new gimmick and stuff like that. And I think that you, like you said, you, you found your gimmick, you found comfort with it and stuff. And you can tell because 
you know, the matches I've seen you, you know, on YouTube and stuff like that flow better. They look better. And and it's, you know, also the, the, <laughs> yeah. the fact that you've just matured, you've gotten better in the ring, just, you know, whatever. But it, it's cool seeing the, for lack of a better term, the kid I used to see down in Dayton to become <laughs> the adult that's up here, you know, wrestling in other organizations. So it, it feels better too. I, uh, I forget who I said it to, um, but I did because in war, I went back to to Dark Star. That's the only spot I'm I'm, I'm doing it at now. And uh, I came back and I looked at Jimmy Shane and I said, "Man, I think I forget how to Dark Star. <laughs> I don't remember how to do it." <laughs> so I think just the guiding lights kind of encompass who I am type thing. And uh, I just think it's just overall it just leads to more um complete matches mm-hmm. as as a whole so i don't know i just it's it's the right pair of pants you know it's it's what i feel you know comfortable in so it's uh it's definitely been a, a cool trip you know yeah it's honestly i haven't told anyone on this because uh this is actually like the first podcast i've done like not in character since you know yeah starting the, this whole thing uh the original idea when I turned heel, I was going to be like this evil demon king type thing. And mm-hmm. two things, the two things happened that same like time period. Uh, Finn Balor, obviously, the demon king is like, well, I can't do that now. And Matt Taven and and Ring of Honor also started his his kingdom. Kingdom because well, well shit <laughs> you got a man you got two guys who are way more successful than I am so let's find something else and you know what always made me mad was somebody saying hey you should believe in this I went oh all right <laughs> that's my gimmick now so that's uh, kind of how it started oh that's a complete accident type thing the, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so I, I gotta ask do you, do you remember your first gimmick. My first gimmick, uh, dude, um, I never really had a gimmick until, let's see, uh, I did, obviously, the Dark Star thing, and then um, the I started off as the Shooting Star, which I don't know what the hell that was, made no sense either, and then I did the Dark Star, but it wasn't really catching on, then I went to HWA. In HWA, they put me with my tag partner, Chad Cruz, and with King Vu, then we became the Noble Blood. So my first, like, real gimmick was a whole, like, very pretentious Blue Bloods type thing. So I always say that's my first gimmick, because that's the first thing that really was, you know, a character, not just some kid. (laughs) Wrestling loves giving these guys the uh, Blue Blood, the the rich guy, because... Aaron said the same thing. His was Chaz, uh, like the spoiled rich guy. And I'm like, <laughs> which were the first things like, like from that, but you know, <laughs> you, you got to pull it off somehow, man. If you're a professional wrestler, you're the furthest thing away from a rich guy. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> if you're I think starting it's, uh, it's wishful thinking, man. <laughs> it's where we want to be. <laughs> Now, did you ever like do a one-off gimmick where you were like, "Man, I got a really good idea." Do imagine you're like that did not work at all. Yeah, <laughs> I, I uh, 
I did this like eighties rock gimmick type thing. And I was like, I don't know what the hell I was thinking afterwards. <laughs> they just didn't fit. <laughs> were, were you one of those kids when you were growing up trying to figure out who your character was before you even stepped in the, you know, before you, well, you stepped in the ring at like 13. So that's, yeah. When I was a kid, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, yes, I was that kid <laughs> because obviously from 13 to 18, I tried different things, but nothing really stuck. And then, because wrestling's always wrestling's so funny, man. Because it's either you're really good and you get it, or once you get it, you're too old type thing. <laughs> it's, it's like I have a friend of mine who's a wrestler down in Tennessee, and he keeps bugging me because he wants to have a match with me as mm -hmm. our characters uh, from the Monster Channel. So my character, which I'm Captain Cartoon, I do Saturday morning cartoons and stuff like that, or I'm the captain, and then he's you know. You know, Tony, he's a hack, hack, and he wants to have a ring. He's man, he goes, we, we can have a street fight. He goes, I'll bring my ring up. We'll, we'll set everything up. He goes, I'll put you over. And I'm like, dude, I'm almost 50. I was like, I don't know if I want to step into ring at 50. You got this, man. <laughs> and he goes, and, and the worst part about it is, is uh, at this point, I'm probably in better shape than Tony is, and he's he's at least 10 years younger than me. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, I, I, I actually am taking care of myself now that I'm an old man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's the way it works. <laughs> it's like, I got to do something. <laughs> yeah. I, I tell people now, I was like, if I had known that I was going to still be around at almost 50, I would have taken care of myself at 20. So you I was like, guess, I'd, right? I'd be jacked now. I'd be like a fucking monster. Yeah. <laughs> actually, I'd probably be like uh, uh, Chris Jericho and fluctuate, be kind of chubby and then skinny and then kind of fit and then chubby mm -hmm. and then skinny. <laughs> That's the booze, man. <laughs> um, so, with, with with going out there, you're wrestling every weekend, everything mm -hmm. else like that. Uh, do you have a shoot job that your weekday job, or are you professional wrestler all the time? Oh, I'm I'm a professional wrestler all the time, sir. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So yeah. it's 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 one of the ones where you, you ever out and have people recognize you when you're like out mm -hmm. of character. Yep, all the time. Which, which I that sounds. Hold on, wait. That sounds bad. Uh, not all the time, but when I'm in like settings like a whorehound or something like that. <laughs> when I'm out in like a fair or something like that, yes, it happens. But um, which it, which to this day, it's still really weird. Oh, because oh my, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. it. It's one of the ones where you're you're just not ready for when it. People recognize you outside of like your. You know, right. biosphere that Ooh. you exist in, and uh, a little it, bubble it, type thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's 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 weird for me. I got I got noticed um, when when I ran into you at Horror Hound. I had mm -hmm. people recognize me, and they're like, I had somebody like, punt, you know, kind of do one of those on my shoulder, and he's like, "Love the show," and I'm like, <laughs> "Who is that?" My wife goes, "What are you looking for?" I, said, I have no idea. Somebody said they liked the show and they right. walked off. I was like, I don't know. Man, I was uh I was at Disneyland and somebody randomly walked up, said Dark Star, hugged me and left. I was like, what the <laughs> so, no way. Do you, do you ever find people that, that that have hard times differentiating between the character and the uh oh, especially now. Like yeah. you would think you would think that it's over the top enough, but no, people, 
tell me I need God all the time now and like or or they're really into what I'm doing and that's also a problem <laughs> but yes the uh, even you would think you know it being 2023 that people could you know separate the two but no people definitely get really into it still and they have a hard time separating the two yeah we uh I I have a I used to have a wall at the comic shop with uh pictures of all the different wrestlers and stuff I've met over the years. And uh, one of them was Kevin Sullivan. Mm-hmm. And this old lady was sitting there. She just looks up at that picture. And she goes, I don't like him. And I was like, Oh, he's why? She goes, he's the <laughs> devil. And I end up telling, yeah. telling Kevin that like a year later. And I was like, Hey, this old lady comes in. He goes, he goes, next time she comes in, he goes, tell her, I love her. <laughs> and, and no sooner did I meet him like a month later, this lady walks in. And with her yeah. grandkids and stuff. And I was like, oh, I talked to Kevin Sullivan the other day. <laughs> and he goes, she goes, he goes, I told him that you said he was the devil. And she goes, he is. And I goes, you know what he said to me? And she goes, what? And he goes, he said he loves you. And she goes, I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, Kevin's great, man. Uh, I love that guy a lot. Yeah. yeah, he's 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 such a good dude. And, and that guy knew how to keep a gimmick and how to the I watched the thing the other him, day yeah. and that was crazy. He I wrestled him like ten years ago in, in West Virginia and just still as he as heavy as could be, just great, humble guy and like amazing. Yeah. Amazing person. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's do you think, I, since we're talking about this, um, I would say you think kayfabe is dead, but so many people are so passionate about it. I don't think it can die. I don't think. I don't think. It's, I mean, clearly everyone knows, but I don't think yeah. it has to be dead because obviously, there you can still portray your character to a point that it's alive. I think people just kind of lost that, and they use. The internet and beyond the mat is a crutch type thing. You can still make people believe if you really want to. Yeah, because they're it's they're a lot of work. But... Oh, I think that's where you can tell who is really passionate about wrestling and who's just there to, you know, cash a paycheck or even though even though I I think if you're in indie wrestling and you're just there to try to draw a paycheck, you're you're. Sadly, you're doing the wrong thing. <laughs> you know, I, I got I got a I got a guy who comes in the shop now. He was trained by George South. This kid's got passion. This he's he's tries to stay in character even when he's at the shop. He's making sure he has his his pictures, his cards with him everywhere he goes. And you're just like, mm-hmm. okay, I guess yeah. you gotta, you know. I, I, I wouldn't think you'd have to, but then I was like, yeah, because you never know. You know, I, I'm in the comic book business, but I also knew people who were in the comic book business and a wrestling promoter. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, we were trying at one point. I was trying so hard. And it was the one thing my wife has finally, finally my wife has never told me no, like in my life, you know, because she's like, you're going to fuck up and you're going to realize that you don't need to do that like a child. <laughs> and um, I was buying a wrestling ring and she looked at me and she goes, I've never told you no in my entire life, but I think this is the one time I'm going to tell you no. And I was like, it's well, bigger? I'm not going to run it. I'm just going to own it. I'm going to own it. I'm going to set it up. I'm just going to run the bit. I'm going to own the business. I'll let somebody else book and everything else. Like she goes, 
you say that, but you're not going to. <laughs> she goes, Did you thank her? Huh? Oh, yeah. I, I told said, her. You yeah, her she, saved you, she saved you a major headache, man. <laughs> she goes, you stay so busy. She goes, the last thing you need to do is add one more thing to your thing. Except for it's not going to be one thing. It's going to be running the business. It's going to be booking and everything else like that. She goes, because all it's going to take you is the one time where your friend books somebody that you don't like. And you're going to be like, yeah, fuck, no. <clears throat> yep. <laughs> nope, I get it. Trust me. Nope, I got you. Nope. Yeah, she she saved you so many headaches, man. <laughs> and 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 my other buddy who who's uh gotten a little bit more behind the scenes of wrestling, he goes, um, he goes, don't let it happen. He goes, he's one of the ones that wanted to, to me to do it, wanted to run it, and then he started getting behind the scenes at other wrestling, and he's like, the magic's gone a little bit. He goes, because I've seen behind the curtain, and he goes. He goes, I don't want to lose it all, so don't do that. <laughs> I was like, yeah, Bill, you were going to be the one that was going to be booking, not me. Because, <laughs> oh, it's yeah, that moment, was the book. It's, it's that Santa Claus moment, man. Yeah. <laughs> it gets taken away. You're like, no. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, Have fun uh, with it, man. Yeah. So I, I just, last wrestling match I went to was a train wreck because a bunch of shit happened. Uh, one is is that the ring did not show up until halfway through the event, so they basically Ooh. did an on the floor. <laughs> oh no! It was a uh, uh, originally it was supposed to be a no rope barbed wire death match, and by the time it was done, you it was need no ring for that. You're good. Yeah, and by the time <laughs> it was done, it was a no ring barbed wire death match. They basically made these things up in either corner and had the barbed wire run into it. And just a tarp, and <laughs> so you, thinking of that, do you have any? Do you have any? Do you have any horror stories? Did they take an intermission to set up the ring? No, nope. The or ring was still sitting out in the parking lot when when we left. So you could just see it. <laughs> yeah, you can see it. You can see the ring. Matter of fact, uh, one match went outside, and they did wrestle technically on the ring. You know what? You have to at that point. We're, we're, we are smart. Ass. All of us are smart asses at heart. So I would have done the same thing. So I get it. I get it. <laughs> Took it out to the ring. Sorry, your question was, did I have a, a, a story like that? Yeah, any horror <laughs> stories? Oh, man. Uh, I've never, I don't think I've ever had anything where, like, the ring doesn't show up. But I've also, but I showed up to a show where the ring was probably, it was safer to wrestle on the outside of it. I think that's probably, like, <laughs> my biggest one. Because I, we got in the ring and uh, the boards did a snake pattern. And uh, the ropes were blue. I was like, I not no. <laughs> we can fight on the outside, and that's it, <laughs> type thing. So that's probably like my biggest like one. That was like, you step in there, you go, no, I'm not. <laughs> I have to wrestle tomorrow. I'm not gonna <laughs> hurt myself today, type thing. I couldn't. The the the, the so the like water damaged, like like warped all the way through the, the yeah. Because most like sometimes. The uh, people that care less about what they're doing, they'll store the ring outside. So whenever that happens, obviously, damn, the boards are ruined, the padding's ruined, everything's done at that point. Yeah, they think because it's in a trailer with a tarp on it, that's fine. But moisture, water's water, man. Yeah, it goes <laughs> wherever it wants to go. Right. That's like there's there's these guys local, and um, they're not. I found them because I knew people backyard wrestled locally mm -hmm. and I knew they had a ring. And then I found out where it was. 
and this ring sets outside all year round, 365 no. days a year, two feet of snow, that ring is setting outside. No. And I see them kids, because I used to drive by, and I would see them out there on Saturday nights wrestling in that ring, and I'm like, nope, mm-mm. No, exactly. You're gonna, one of you's gonna die in that ring. <laughs> You're gonna get tetanus, and that is the least of your worries, man. <laughs> yeah. Go through, go through the boards. No, like a. a I admire the passion, at least you know. <laughs> yeah, and, and these guys are busting their ass and and doing it, but you're just like, man, you do nothing. Yeah. So at some point, you got to care about yourself and body. <laughs> oh yeah, that, that's the one thing we we had to talk because, like I said, I I went up to I go up to Michigan now. I got a, uh, my buddy takes me up there, and he's always like, man, I want to go by myself. You want to go see uh, wrestling up in Michigan? I'm like, yeah. So we go up there for deathmatch wrestling, and I'm just looking at these guys, and I'm like, I know you guys have to have a regular job, and I couldn't imagine showing up for work just <laughs> covered from head to toe in little freaking cuts from uh, uh, light tubes and panes of glass. And, and I give them all the credit in the world for it, man. Oh man, I could do it. <laughs> And it, it's funny because uh, uh, Satu, I can't remember his last name, what he goes by, uh, but he looks at me and goes, watch that guy because it's like his job to bleed. And no sooner does he <laughs> say that and he walks by and I look down, there's blood on my pants. And I'm like, <laughs> son of a bitch. All right. So, I didn't piff. <laughs> and then, oh, going back to that last one with the no no match, the no, the no yeah. ring. Last match, we are front row the entire thing going through there. It is um, Lindsey Snow, Mother Endless. Oh, I'm trying to remember who the other two people in the ring were, or ring were. Um, <laughs> but they're wrestling. It doesn't need a fighting here. Yeah, they're fighting. And um, the match is going on and on and on. Lindsey grabs this guy and throws him, and he lands right on my lap. And he gets up, and I look down. Brand new pants, first day I wore them, and I no. have blood from my hip down to like halfway through my calf. And I'm like, ah, and I got to drive back to Ohio. I hope I don't get pulled. Yeah, over. I mean, you, you were uh, you were kind of asking for it being in the front row, but uh, yeah, I would have still been pissed. <laughs> yeah, I was like, fucking seriously. Yeah. And. Uh, <laughs> But it was bad because I was like, man, if we get pulled over, what have I got to say? Because tell them it's not yours. I'm like, that's not going to make it any easier. If it's <laughs> a terrible idea. Yeah, yeah it's not my Don't worry about it. No. Yeah, it's fine, officer. <laughs> but, uh, oh, my God. No, I, 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 I give them guys tons of credit because they're, oh, they're, they're, they're in there beating the ever-loving crap out of each other. <laughs> cutting each other. It's not for me, but I respect the hell out of them, man. <laughs> you know, um, I, I know we. I talked to Aaron, and this episode dropped. Uh, his air, episode dropped earlier today. Um, have you had any bad injuries or anything uh, that you've taken time to have to come back? Uh, dude, knock on wood. I've been lucky. I, the worst thing that's ever happened to me. I did a uh, a dive, and as I was coming down, my toes went straight into the ground. And I fractured my foot all the way down between my pinky toe and my foot all the way down. That took like eight weeks to heal. But my dumb ass, I had the boot. Take the boot off. I'd wrestle. Put the boot back on. So uh, that's probably like the worst thing that's happened. But 
I didn't even stop with that because I'm done. I have this thing in my head, I think, that if I stop, I'm just going to stop, stop. So well, keep going. I talked to other people <laughs> and everybody said that it's, it's, hard to, it's hard to stop because that drug of walking out there and the, the uh, adrenaline. Oh, it's real. People. 100% real, man. Yeah. And then a lot, you also get the ones who are just afraid to lose their spot. So, you know, if you're high up on the card with an, you know. Yeah, I always say, uh, and I should practice what I, 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 I preach more, but I do honestly believe it. Like, man, wrestling will always be there. So take care of yourself, get right, go home, be healthy type thing. See, Don't worry I, about that stuff. <laughs> I, I, I'm one of the people who thought, okay, you get injured. You have to leave for a while and then you come back and that makes it so much better that you have that yeah. story that you were able to come back from injury and you're back wrestling and you're back there kicking ass. And I always thought that, that just continuing to work through it could be, you know, because it's detrimental, you know, you, you may never recover from blowing out a knee and continuing to wrestle on that knee. Right. So, you know, but I always thought that, that, you that, kill yourself. Yeah, that pop, because I've seen it for years. Every time a, a, a injured wrestler comes back, they're honestly, they come back. Honestly, man, like wrestlers as a whole, we are the most insecure bunch of people that you'll ever meet. So uh, I think obviously always in the thought in the back of our head is, will they care type thing? So you don't want to let go, but you should, because obviously you're – Physical health, your mental health is way more important. So obviously, if we all thought like that and we were just took care of ourselves, we'd all be in a much better place. Because obviously, like you said, wrestling fans are the greatest fans ever. Mm -hmm. They won't, they won't forget. <laughs> Especially once you connect, man. Like uh, a perfect example. It makes it made me feel old as hell. But uh, <laughs> I was at a show this summer this kid walked up to me he was like 19 and he's like hey man i said what's up he's like i used to watch you when i was nine and i went i still have you your picture on my wall from when i was nine i was like that's awesome man thank you so much for being a fan but like wrestling fans are the greatest I never forget and they appreciate everything i think that 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 the, the small amount of people, which are the, you know, the internet wrestling community, make the larger wrestling fandom look like shit. Because you get those people who are very much vocal. They are on the internet complaining about stuff all the time. Are this the small minority? And But they complain so much, it looks like they've got this much power when they're only this much. When if you take everybody else, they would blow everybody else. Everybody else would blow them away. Yeah, small little group of people that got to screw it up. Yeah, and that's that comes down to everything else. With, with yeah, even even wrestlers, you got them small group of people in wrestling that make it shitty for other people. Mm -hmm. You can't lie. And the, the <laughs> and and that's something I did not know was as bad as it is uh, until relatively recently. That I was like, oh, you know, indie wrestling can't have that much politicking and all that stuff like that. And I'm, like, <laughs> I'm looking into it. I was like, okay, if you're on a big scale, I could see it. But when you're, you know, wrestling in a, you know, 
a gym here or, a, a, you know, a, 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 an Eagles over here or a, a, a VFW hall or something over here. I wouldn't expect that. But then I'm like looking into it and they're like, nope, it's still just Dude, as bad. Probably like, not, if not worse. From so, your smallest backyard promotion with your friends up to the biggest, you know, promotion there is. Everybody wants the politic. Everybody wants the spot. Everyone See, wants to step over the next guy to get what they want, unfortunately. But you have, and that is a minority, but it's a very, go back to the fans type thing. It's a very vocal, you know, mm-hmm. because let's be honest, man, like wrestling as a whole, it's very dog eat dog. It's not a matter of, it's, the sound, it's not a matter of how good you are, but it's a matter of who you know and how you got there type thing. I heard it was a, <laughs> not, it doesn't matter how good you are, it's how loud you are, and how yeah. much you you tell people how good you are, and uh, it's it's a oh, damn shame because there there's some great wrestlers out there that so many that don't and get a chance because of politics. The, yeah, because yeah. either and it's all dumb too. So it is what it is, you know. But yeah, well, it's life, man. Yeah, and it's 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 a shame. Like I I. I pitched, uh, of all things, I was, uh, um, years ago, I was working with some other people and we were trying to bring, this is before Hair Arena closed, uh, we were trying to bring a bunch of different promotions together to have one big, like, mega event. And uh, we were renting out, we were going to rent out the, 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 you know, Hair Arena, we were going to run it, and then... Oh my God! I did not realize how huge of a pain in the ass you that was going to be. Or the fourth person to tell me this same idea, and you're the fourth person to come back with that same response. Yeah, that's hilarious. It was it was a train wreck <laughs> almost from the word go. There was you- a uh, there was like at one point there was talk of having like one champion of Ohio, and all the promoters were going to try and get together make it. I was like. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Never going to happen. We'll Never. see you guys. <laughs> yeah. That's like watching all this stuff with Ric Flair, and I'm like, how did the NWA, all them guys hated each other, come together and go, you know what? This guy is our champion. And you're just it's like, money, money man. Yeah, it's money. money. He was the draw. but Yeah, he made the most money for you. And then that, that is the root of all evil. And, and that's in money talks. So if you make the money, That'll make everyone agree. <laughs> and there's people out there making money that I just look at and go, how the hell did you make it? And <laughs> Aaron and I had that discussion. We talked about a couple wrestlers. I was like, man, I was like, there's a couple that made it to the WWE. Um, there's one. I don't know how the hell he made it past the drug test. Uh, <laughs> because, uh, and they're like, well, and people go, well, how do you know? That's just rumors. I'm like, dude, I walked in on him doing a line in the bathroom. I was like, I know uh, what he was doing. <laughs> if they want you bad enough, they'll they'll uh they'll, they'll overlook a few things. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's it was one of the ones where you're just like, and then then everybody was like, Are you sure it was cocaine? I'm like, I don't know, he was snorting something. Okay. Yeah. It's, uh, it doesn't, doesn't matter, matter at that point. <laughs> does it really matter? Yeah. You're, and you're putting something up your nose that shouldn't be there. So. Yeah. And they're like, oh, well, that's, it could have been Riddling. It's still that good, man. Better, bro. <laughs> that's not any better for you. 
it wasn't sinus medicine. <laughs> no, but uh, and people just like I'm like whatever, man. I walked in on it, and that's what I saw. What you can take yeah. it from there. <laughs> it is like it is what it is. That's and yeah. And uh, um, so thinking of that, have you ever had to get into the ring with somebody that was a train wreck that you yeah. knew should, shouldn't have yeah, been? Yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah, like I said, man, that that is what it is. And it's just you work your way around it, and you you move on. That is a shame. It's it's yeah. it's it's sad, you know, being more, I guess, real, not looking through things like through rose-colored glasses. That's like going back and looking at my childhood and going, how did we not know that every wrestler was on cocaine back in the day? <laughs> They're all it, was and, yeah. it was widely acceptable then. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. But, you know, it is yeah. what it is. But, uh, so, uh, do you have a dream list of people that you still like to wrestle that they haven't wrestled yet that you'd really like to get in the ring with. No, man, I, uh, I don't do the list thing. I will, I will wrestle any and everyone and, um, I have fun doing it, but honestly, right now I kind of, uh, I keep the moments with my friends mostly, you know, that's, that, that's my favorite times right now. I get in there with like Aaron or Jimmy Shane, Ryan Michaels, people like that. Uh, Cody Hawk. Like, cause I don't get, like, I don't get to wrestle them as much as I used to. So now once I do, it's like, you know, very important and you keep that stuff, you know, now, close to your heart. Yeah. Since I've, I talked to Aaron, um, are you willing once you, I guess, get towards the end of your career, maybe not once it's over, but would you ever step into the ring as a trainer? Mm. I have thought long and hard about this. And I, I know that once I'm done, I'm, I'm gone. I know that for a fact. And I the whole training thing, I would love to do that. I would honestly do it in a heartbeat. I lack so much patience. <laughs> not in like not in a bad way, but like in a I want you to do it right before we move on to anything else. Like type of thing. I went to a, a training class um, not too long ago, and they were doing shoulder tackles, and nobody could get the shoulder tackle right. Then they moved on to the next thing. I'm like, I don't know why, because I would have stopped right there. I'm like, we're going to do this for the next hour. And I know that's not a good way to make money, but I'm going to make sure that if, if I'm putting my name on you, you're good, type thing. So I don't, I, to answer your question, I, I just think I'm too... Uh, much of a perfectionist to be a, a trainer. See, as I think to. that would be perfect. <laughs> You'd be perfect for it. Because, man, there's so many people that I see out there on the indies that should not be in a ring yet. And that, um, I'm positive I would tell you that you shouldn't wrestle. And I don't think I'd make money that way either. I'm like, you know what, man, this isn't for you. <laughs> Just, that that's see i think some people need to hear that <laughs> some people just we have a i'm gonna i'm i'm probably gonna catch flack for this we're in this moment now of wrestling is for everyone i i agree with you wrestling is for everyone i don't think being a wrestler is for everyone there's a spot in wrestling for anyone that wants to be in it being in the ring might not be it and i don't think that's a bad thing to say yeah see i i, I joke around about being in the ring but I would like to at least see if I had what it would take 
maybe not even actually become a wrestler, but be able to see if I could push myself at my age to be able to get in there. And yes, I probably couldn't go as long, but yet again, I'm at the gym three, four days a week now, and I'm out lifting guys half my age. I'm out training guys half my age. And I'm like, I could probably do it. <laughs> and I'd be like, and like, if you go in there and you respect it, by all means, push yourself and see. I'll be yeah. the first one to tell you if you can't, but oh, yeah. I'll, I respect you trying it. Yeah. I so, always say that. Like, everyone should run a show once to see how much that sucks. Everyone should take a bump. If you're going to talk shit, take a bump. I, I, I went one time. Um, this is so long ago. This is like 1995 ish because my kids weren't born yet uh i tried out for al snow school back in the day and it was one of the ones where they would bring people in if you did great like the top three i think got like uh, uh free um training then it was like half price and then so forth and so on and at my size they told me i needed to be a cruiserweight i needed to be able to do a flying stuff off the ropes and stuff like that because at the time i think i weighed like 140 pounds uh, soaking wet, holding the brick. And, um, but they legit, I hadn't, hadn't taken a bump yet, but I was doing all the exercises. I was also smart. I did not eat breakfast. Uh, so I did not throw up. Smart. Uh, good call. Good call. And, uh, cause I'm just legit watching these guys. I lied to you earlier. Yeah. All right. Sorry. Go on. <laughs> yeah. There was buckets everywhere. And I walked in. I was like, what are the buckets for? And one guy goes, vomit. And I was like, Oh, I'm glad I did not eat yet. <laughs> Dude, I lied to you earlier when you asked about the superstitions. Yeah, I won't eat. I won't eat until after my match. That has never changed. That is my. That is my one thing. I would. I would not eat either. And and yeah. the other thing that freaks me out, and I don't know if if you do or not, um, the amount of people that I've met in wrestling that smoke and that just weirds me out because i'm like you gotta have good cardio and you know you cannot have good cardio and smoke <laughs> one of the guys i i help train and ride along with me he smokes and we we get into it all the time over that <laughs> I, blow, I know you blow up because you, you you smoke stop it <laughs> yeah i i See that 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 was the other thing is is that I, I had to get healthy a couple of years ago because I could not keep up with my son, my youngest. He was out running me and everything else like that, and I'm like, <gasps> and then uh, one day I'm like, you know what, I can't do this. So I started getting on the treadmill and on the elliptical and stuff like that. Now I got pretty good cardio, and I'm like, I could take off running. I can outrun. The best thing was the kid that used to come with me to wrestling all the time down in Dayton. Mm -hmm. He wanted to ra race me one day, and this kid's thirty three now yeah. and so he's like ah let's race and i'm like okay i was like well one thing is i got a bad knee and i'm old so <laughs> and i took off running and i'm running i'm running i'm running i'm side by side the entire time and i have to i forgot to take my hat off so i'm like grabbing my hat as i'm running <laughs> and we pass let it go. and he's like oh we tied i'm like did we i was like <laughs> i'm old <laughs> really young <laughs> I feel like that counts for something. Yeah, <laughs> shit. I, I I think I should win by default just because I kept Plus the hat was holding me back, you know. <laughs> but uh, oh man, so um, do you have 
future plans? Do you have a deadline? Are you are you one of the guys that set that you know like hey I'm I'm done at fifty or I'm done at forty or you know something like that? Dude, if I'm still wrestling, I'm forty. Put me on my ministry. <laughs> I know when I'm done. I I already have it in my head. So I do. I'm not going to tell anyone because, like I said, I'm real big on once I'm done, I'm done. So, so yeah, I do have that moment, that deadline in my head. So I know once my stay here is done. Type thing. So what are, what are your post wrestling plans? Do you have plans? I'm just gonna be dad, man. That, just be dad. That, yeah, that's it. I've given, I've taken away so much of their time. It's you might as well give it back. I've. uh I do my best now to keep them both separate and to give all my time to both of them. So it'll be kind it'll be cool to just kind of have the one focus on them, you know? So yeah. that's kind of now, where I'm at. Um, I, I don't know how many kids you got Two, three, three. Um, how, how do they, how do they like their dad being the wrestler? They love it. They love it. The youngest is still kind of, uh, figuring it all out but like uh my middle son recently did a report for school um it was about someone that you can research online mm -hmm. and uh he told his teacher that he was going to do it on his dad and his teacher's like you can't research your dad online and he showed him he's like yes i can and here's all this so uh that embarrassed the crap out of me because i didn't know he did it until i got there because i like I said, man, I keep wrestling and personal life like completely separate. So whenever they mix, I'm like, oh no! So you show up to a a parents teacher conference and like, hey, your son did this whole PowerPoint presentation about you being a wrestler. I'm like, oh, <laughs> so many questions to be answered now, type thing. But uh, no, the kids they that they love it. The oldest is at the point now where he's way too cool for it. So. But beyond that, they've all about it, man. My kids are my my. I have three adult children and one little one, and mm -hmm. uh, I, I remember the day that Dad stopped being cool, and, <laughs> and uh, now they're going back to now. Dad's actually kind of cool again. That's life. That's that's the circle, man. That's life. Yeah, I'm the, I'm the one who hangs out with my I my my oldest is thirty. Two, twenty-seven, twenty-three-four, and no, yeah, yeah, twenty-four and thirteen. So eat the reset button, didn't you? Yeah, the the you last get all these adults, is, and all of a sudden, no, no, <laughs> surprise. Yeah. Uh, really, really, the thirty the thirty year old was the biggest surprise because he's adopted. Mm -hmm. uh, he was uh, he'd been in our family. His his mom was a friend of ours and stuff. And uh, one day he showed up at our house because he had a fight with his mom and his brothers, and then he never went home. So he was the biggest surprise. He showed up yeah, one day and yeah. never went home. <laughs> Didn't even know. <laughs> and uh, I Not love the him. Like, surprise, though. <laughs> yeah, I love him to death. He's he's. I I love all four of my boys, and they were uh, their trip. All four of them are completely different. All four yeah. of them are crazy. My That's my. Wild. Yeah, my one son still loves wrestling. I take him whenever I can. Um, you know, we still go down to to we went to SmackDown, we went to AEW, and he hasn't gone up to Michigan with me yet because I don't think he's ready for deathmatch wrestling. So, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I am. <laughs> it's 
One of the days you're going to have to go with us. You're, we're we're going to swing through because I'm not sure where you live, but we <laughs> we head up seventy uh, or seventy five up the Detroit area, and we go up there. And I watched that stuff. I'm like, oh my god! And even now, like, why are we doing this to ourselves, guys? <laughs> Just I I'm I'm amazed by it because, um, you know, I still see Alex Clone up there doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Murdoch up there doing it. Uh, and you're just like, guys, what are you going to do in like five years? You know, <laughs> I don't think we think that way, man. <laughs> I mean, we think about tonight, but that's, that, that's about it. <laughs> it's that's got to be, um, this has got to be good if you if you don't think about. I, I know it's bad to not think about the future, because man, when you're living in the moment, you can just push yourself so much further and go for the, the bigger pop That's and the bigger deal, yeah. and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, man. yeah. And, uh, you're, like I said, you're still killing it. You're still out there. You're the, like, the guiding light is probably in the amount of time that I've known you wrestled and stuff like that. I think that's your best gimmick you've had. Um, I wish I could follow more of it, but like I said, I don't get out to, to, because you're on Saturday afternoons, and that's yeah. Hard. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. Trust me, you no, know, I get it, man. Uh, yeah. It's definitely been like the thing I'm most uh, proud of. It's I put you know everything into it, so it's been it's been a a fun ride so far. Oh yeah, and I'm excited. Uh, you you were the uh, you you are the person that got me back listening to Boba Flex, though. I got to sell you that too. Dude, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't heard them in forever, and then I'm sitting at, at Rockstar one time, and I was like, "I I like this song. Why do you not listening to that anymore?" So I went back and started. Listening. They just got back together. Yeah, another new album just dropped. Um, um, a guy I know, uh, Kyle Hotz out of Dayton, did the artwork on the cover. Nice, so, very cool. Yeah, he's a he's he, but he's a big comic artist. He's just a guy I know that's been around forever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um. So, um, before we go, uh, do you have any upcoming events and matches and stuff going on? Oh, yes. Uh, I don't, I'm terrible at this. I don't have my date booked in front of me right now. But yeah, I'll be in West Virginia this weekend. And then, um, yeah, I should, I did not come prepared for this. Yep. I definitely do. You'll have to look it up on my Facebook, but I know, but I don't want to give out. Bad information. information. All right. Uh, Where can people find you online at? You can find me on Twitter at DarkstarMT. You can find me on Facebook and YouTube. I don't do anything else because I really hate social media. So those are about my necessary evils. Yeah, Yeah, that's where I'm at. It's uh, necessary evil to do what uh, what I do on every every step because I the comic book business the podcasting the shows and I'm an idiot and I just keep my myself super busy um do you, you find it to stay busy keep yourself out of trouble yes 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 and no because obviously I'll find the trouble as well but you know <laughs> now um um, uh, not, not personal. Uh, I don't, I don't know. Uh, you, you're, are you still with the, the mother of your children? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so how is she on, how does she feel about the wrestling? Or gonna, uh, you know. <laughs> good? good. Okay. Yeah. She, Outside she, of like the kids and stuff, like any, any family member 
hates it. So it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> my, I, I remember uh, my mom, the first time I asked to go see wrestling, um, it was, I think I was either 12 or 13 and it was during the house show at her arena. And I was like, I want to go see wrestling. And she's like, wrestling, like on TV. <laughs> yes. And then, then I found out that my grandmother had been taking me to wrestling since I was a little kid, little, little kid, like little, little. And uh, that's when I found out that Piqua was the very furthest south point of the Sheik's Detroit territory. Mm -hmm. So we've got big time wrestling here in Piqua. And I found like an ad and she's like, I showed it to her one time. I was like, hey, grandma, look at this. And she's like, I think we were there. <laughs> I took you with your uncle. And I'm like, so I saw the Sheik and and like Ernie Ladd and and Bobo Brazil. She's like, yeah, yeah, you got to see all them guys when you were little. And I'm like, I don't remember it, but I was there. <laughs> well, cool. Yeah. yeah. So, but um, I appreciate you coming on here. I do, and like I said, I want to get a like a, a group one sometime. I got Ron, who's going to be on a later episode, and then I've reached out to John, and and I'm going to reach out to Bruce and stuff like that, and. Um, um and if there's good yeah <laughs> and uh at one, once this is i'm, I'm gonna hit pause here in a second and then I'll, I'll talk to you about you know if there's people that you don't want on the show with you or something like that so I'll all right well, I'm, I'm gonna end <laughs> this this episode today um i will put your information at the end of the episode so people can come find you and then i'll see if i can find your your dates and i can put them down there or at least talk about them later so i'm going to end this episode and i will talk to you here in a second Thank you so much.